listening to Green State, a podcast by the Oregon Department of Environmental Quality, the agency responsible for restoring, maintaining, and enhancing the quality of Oregon's air, land, and water. Welcome to Green State. I'm Lauren Wordis. And I'm Dylan Darling. This is a podcast brought to you by the Oregon Department of Environmental Quality. And today, let's talk about recycling. In particular, the Plastic Pollution and Recycling Modernization Act. In recent years, recycling, which is an environmental solution to many of us, has felt like more of a problem to many Oregonians. There's confusion about what can and can't be recycled depending on where you live. Those small communities that don't have recycling and just other problems with recycling overall. Exactly, Dylan. And it is really frustrating when you're trying to recycle and you think you're doing the right thing. You've got your plastic bags and you've got your glass separated and you're looking at the number on the bottom of the thing and you try to put it in the right bin and in the right place or take it to the right place. And then you feel like you hear, oh, most of the recycling goes to a landfill anyway. And you you kind of feel like all your effort isn't worth it. I totally agree, Lon. I think that's one of the biggest frustrations with folks when you've done all this work to clean, sort, peel labels off and things like that. And then you find out, oh, wait, this can't be recycled in the first place. And before we get too deep into recycling, a reminder that Lauren and I, we work for the Oregon Department of Environmental Quality and DQ's materials management program. They regulate recycling in the state. So that's one of the reasons why we're taking on this topic. Recycling does have the potential to do a lot of good things, like conserve natural resources and reduce pollution. But Oregon's recycling system was created more than three decades ago. So as you might guess, in 30 years, recycling technologies and economics and even what goes in the recycling bin has changed. So it's time for an update. And that's what Oregon is doing with the Recycling Modernization Act. Some quick context and dates for you. Throughout this podcast, you might hear some of the voices mention the bill rather than the act when talking about recycling modernization in Oregon. That's because the bill became a law not that long ago. The Oregon legislature passed Senate Bill 582 during the 2021 legislative session. Governor Kate Brown signed it into law on August 6, 2021. We talked with recycling or materials management at DEQ, some of our experts, as well as local government officials and industry representatives about this new law that goes into effect on January 1, 2022, and will change recycling in Oregon in the coming years. Right. We're not talking about immediate change, but there's a lot that will be changing. So let's learn more about recycling. Hi there, Cheryl Grabham, and I am one of the managers at the Oregon Department of Environmental Quality's Materials Management Program. I'm Sana Steenstra with the Department of Environmental Quality, and I'm the Recycling Modernization Act project manager. So I've been working on this project for the last couple years and pleased to be at this stage where we're planning implementation and getting it off the ground. 
Materials matter because they are central to our economy, our environment, and our communities. Everything we do with materials from extraction, manufacturing, and transport to use and disposal has profound effects on the air we breathe, the water we drink, the productivity of our soils, and the health of numerous ecosystems. So materials management takes a holistic view of environmental impacts across the full life cycle of those materials. Great. So it sounds like the Recycling Modernization Act is going to bring a lot that's new to Oregonians. Why exactly is this such a big deal to to all of us? What are we going to experience? There are so many reasons, Lauren. (laughs) It's such a big deal. The new law brings producers into the recycling system for the first time. Oregon and Maine are the first two states in the United States to pass a law like this. So it builds on Oregon's strong environmental legacy related to materials. Oregon was the first state to write a solid waste management plan, first to pass a bottle bill, and it has the oldest paint product stewardship program in the country. Other states will be looking to Oregon and Maine as models. There are efforts to pass similar legislation in California, Washington, New York, and more. So systems have been in place in other nations for decades, but some are already looking to us for the next generation of these programs, incorporating life cycle impacts, addressing litter and marine debris, and pushing equity forward and much more. Sana. It's a big deal because it creates a more integrated and consistent statewide program for recycling. So there will be more recycling services, collection opportunities, especially in places that historically haven't had as much or any access at all. It also creates one statewide collection list, so we can put the same things in the recycling bin, whether we're in Portland, Eugene, Tillamook, Enterprise, or Ashland. How will we get there? How will we get that list? And do we have any idea yet of what's on that list? Some of that work has started. The new law sets out the priorities, the the considerations that we must take into account when setting that statewide list. So we must look at the environmental, social, technological, market-based impacts. Does a product have a reliable end market to go to? Can it be easily recycled in our current infrastructure? Does our infrastructure need to be improved in order to handle it? The process of determining that list is going to occur through a rulemaking. So DEQ will be working with many, many, many players in the recycling system to put forward a proposal to our Environmental Quality Commission to adopt that statewide list. And we don't yet know what will be on the list. Do need to undergo that process, but we expect because of the way the law was written and the intentions of the law that we will be recycling more over time, not less. The law was written to bring more materials onto the list and through other collection opportunities, even if they won't be collected curbside, there will be other collection opportunities so that things can be collected in various convenient ways, even if it's not in your standard curbside program. For people listening, who are the producers here that we're talking about and how does this bill affect them? What does it mean that they need to do? Yeah, so under the Oregon law, producers are typically going to be the brands that sell plastic packaging, paper products, and food serviceware into Oregon. Think of the brand names you see at the grocery store, where you buy products, household products. So regardless of where it was manufactured, if it's distributed into Oregon, these companies will be tasked with ensuring that 
Those materials are responsibly managed and they'll also be required to support other improvements necessary to make that happen. So the accompanying programs like accessible public education and transportation support for rural communities to allow more recycling access. There are exemptions for small businesses, schools, nonprofits, and governments. And there are also exemptions for certain products like specialty industrial packaging, pallets, and beverage containers covered by the Oregon Bottle Bill. Starting July 1st, 2025, the eligible producers covered by the law will be required to join a nonprofit organization, which is called a producer Responsibility Organization, or PRO, and they'll pay an annual fee to this organization based on the type and quantity of materials they distribute into Oregon. So using that funding, the PRO will basically fulfill all the requirements in the law on behalf of these individual companies, like the education programs, meeting plastic recycling goals, working with recycling processors to make sure products reach responsible destinations, and so on. So an individual producer basically just has to join a PRO and pay an annual membership fee, and then this professional organization will work on all of the new programs and requirements set forth by the new law. Let's take a moment to hear from a producer. Producers are the companies that sell or distribute products in packaging or paper and organ. There are different definitions of producer depending on the product, but it's usually the brand name you see on the package. Athena Petty is the senior sustainability manager for New Seasons Market, which has grocery stores around the Portland metro area. New Seasons is working with its vendors to make more packaging on its shelves recyclable, and Petty is a part of that conversation. She's been with the company more than five years. New Seasons has a mission to reduce waste. It's has been one of our kind of mission goals since I've been with the company, but even before I arrived, the beginnings of the company were founded on the idea of having a lighter footprint on the planet. And so it's always sort of been integrated into our business model. We were some of the first grocers to never offer plastic bags. We've partnered with DEQ and the materials management team there to help us understand ways to make decisions about our own packaging that has our brand and name on it to uh, have less of an environmental impact. The confusion around recycling is so it's such a real thing and our customers and our staff are confused and it's almost become just a huge barrier for people. And so, you know, to have a a single system that everyone can understand and that allows for things that our customers are using every day will be a huge advantage. There is no perfect packaging, unfortunately. The only perfect packaging in the world is like the banana peel or the orange peel. There is there isn't a perfect packaging. And so I don't want to say that we've like figured it out. We're on a journey with everyone else. We are trying to pay as close of attention and use the most data and science and and leadership from folks at the DEQ and elsewhere to just help us understand what the right decision is to make uh, in this landscape that's changing daily. Okay, back to our conversation with Cheryl and Sana at DEQ. Can you talk about how the new law makes the recycling system more accessible and equitable? Definitely. So there are many features that are designed to begin improving how well the system meets the needs of underserved groups and improves the environmental and social impacts both in Oregon and beyond. As we've talked about, the law will make collection more accessible by equalizing the costs between urban and rural communities. So regardless of where you live in the state, it would essentially cost the same to participate in recycling. 
It will also expand collection access for unserved and underserved communities. It will improve multifamily services by requiring local governments to ensure accessibility of collection areas for apartments and condos. And DEQ will also conduct a multifamily needs assessment every four years. So this is such an important area that DEQ is going to continue looking at it, measuring, setting a baseline, and offering suggestions for continuous improvement over time. When can people expect to see something new at the curb? So to make this a reality, we are going to be very busy for the next three and a half years. It takes time to plan and implement such a comprehensive update to our decades-old recycling system. And these changes will affect multiple state agencies, dozens of recycling industry companies, hundreds of local governments, hundreds of producers, and everyone across the state. DEQ is doing planning, hiring, research, rulemaking, partner engagement, and reporting over the next three and a half years. The Recycling Modernization Act is as big a milestone as the bottle bill passage. It's transformational. It will leave a long legacy of vast environmental improvement for Oregon, much like the original bottle bill. a great conversation we had with Cheryl and Sana. I gotta say, I'm really excited about having a statewide recycling collection list. I know it's a ways off. It's not going to be happening immediately, but it's just going to be so helpful when we just get things aligned throughout the state and we just know what can and can't be recycled from one county to another, one part of the state to another. That's, yeah, that's something I'm really looking forward to. Uh, It's kind of funny how excited that makes me, but it really does. Yeah, I think it's going to provide a lot of certainty to Oregonians. And like we talked about in the intro, just a sense that the effort you're putting into recycling is paying off for the state and for the environment. And I was really interested in hearing about how producers are going to share in this responsibility for creating a better system. I didn't realize that there were other countries where producers pay for the whole system, but it's nice to see us going to this model and how in the creation of this program, there was a real focus on not overly burdening ratepayers or really any particular part of the system, but taking a real holistic approach. Another thing that stuck out to me is the real focus on equity and accessibility. When it comes to things like recycling, it's really different in different communities and It can just become a barrier. It can be really hard for some people to properly take care of their trash. And this law includes thought about that and what it means to live in different parts of the state and be in different income brackets and situations. And so it's just really great to see in it that they're addressing equity and accessibility. You know, I think back, those have been a couple times in my life where I lived in rural parts of the state and you have to do things like load up the recycling and haul it to a transfer station and things like that. And it'll be interesting how this makes it just more accessible, easier to do for people all around Oregon. 
That's a really good point. Right now, we don't even know who we're missing or where there are gaps. And so part of what I like about it, getting to your point, is that it's also iterative. As Sana mentioned, we don't necessarily expect to get this right the first time, or we won't get every last bit of it right. But there are processes in place to check and see what's missing. So I really like that we'll be continuously going back and revising and updating to make Make sure that we're serving Oregonians the best way we can. So we've heard from DEQ experts and a producer, but what is the Recycling Modernization Act going to mean for cities, counties, and other local governments around Oregon? And what about haulers? We talked with Pam Peck at Metro, a regional government in the Portland metro area, Tom Eggleston at Washington County, and Laura Liebrich with Rogue Waste in Southern Oregon. If you want to learn more about the recycling programs for Metro, Washington County, or Rogue Waste, please go to the show notes. Here's what they had to say. We're starting with Pam Peck at Metro. We're really excited about how it aligns with our regional policies and what our community members have told us in terms of what they would want to see to have a recycling system that really works for everybody, to have one that's accountable and transparent, that provides services equitably, that cares about the workers in the system, and that we're making sure we're getting environmental benefits from that program, and that it's really meeting our needs of today for the types of materials and packages we see in our lives today. When we started our system, we were really dealing with newspapers and just basic materials that manufacturers in the Pacific Northwest could use. Our global system of commerce has gotten so much more complex and as more and more products are produced in other parts of the world. So it is a massive overhaul of the system. I mean, the idea is that we were looking ahead 30 years out. Tom Eggleston is the manager of solid waste and recycling for Washington County. There's a couple of really important things that mean a lot to us in Washington County and I think probably mean a lot to folks across the state. I think the first one for us is that Senate Bill 582 will allow us to be really confident that what we recycle is actually going to a responsible end market. So we know that when we put our paper and our cardboard and our plastics into the recycling bin, that it's actually going somewhere that is managing it appropriately, following environmental rules, and is recycling it into new products. Kind of related to that, another part that's important for us is We want to continue recycling and we want to continue recycling for the right reasons. Recycling has historically been tied to economic forces and it's not always economical to recycle paper or some plastic products because it might actually cost more to pull them out of the waste stream, to sort them, to send them to a responsible market. But we do really recycle because it's environmentally beneficial, not just because it saves money. And most of the environmental outcomes or the potential environmental benefits from a program like this happen before we even see products on the shelves or before we have to throw them away or recycle them. It's it's how producers decide what to package their materials in and, and doing analysis and life cycle analyses on those packaging products and reducing the waste at the source. Um, and that's really the, where the biggest bang for the environmental buck is. Laura Liebrich is the Community and Governmental Affairs Manager at Rogue Waste. Truth and labeling, that's a big thing. We've got to have a better way for consumers to make thoughtful decisions at the point of purchase, right? 
if recycling is important to them or other environmental attributes are important to them, they will know by by proper labeling on those containers that what's going to happen to them ultimately. This bill keeps decision making about how programs look and what they cost and all that at the local government level, which is something that is important in Oregon. Local governments regulate the rates and services through contracts normally and franchises with the people who provide the services. That we saw is also fundamentally important because if I've learned nothing else, it's that one size does not fit all. Things that work in Portland don't necessarily work in John Day or Medford, Oregon. So keeping garbage local, and by garbage I also of course include recycling, was an important element, I think, to certainly to those of us who collect waste and certainly to local government folks. You won't wake up on January 1, 2022 to a different world, but you will start hearing very, very regularly from haulers, local government, DEQ, the state, metro, depending on where you are and who your kind of channel of solid waste and recycling related communications comes from. You'll be hearing about the changes that are being contemplated and going on, and it will be a very public process. Recycling, it seems like something that it obviously needs addressing, and this law will address it. But this law doesn't just fix it for now. It also is setting up ways to address what's next as well. And so it's going to be really interesting just to see how this all comes together. And I won't be surprised if we talk more recycling in upcoming episodes of Green State as we just learn so much more. These different studies come out and we just develop the system. There seems to be a lot of room for innovation in this system and in how we think about recycling and shared responsibility. And so I'm looking forward to the future as well. You can learn more by going to recyclingact.organ.gov. It's a great URL, nice and easy to remember. Again, it is recyclingact.organ.gov. You can sign up there to be on the email notification list. That way you'll hear about milestones, opportunities for public input, and even recruitment if you want to join us here at DEQ. Thank you so much to everyone out there for joining us on Green State. We hope you enjoyed learning everything about recycling along with us. If you would like to provide any feedback to us, you can always email us at green.state at oregon.gov. You can find us online at deqblog.com slash greenstate. Coming up next, we'll be talking about a variety of topics like climate change, water quality, and emergency response. So looking forward to all those conversations as well, and we look forward to seeing you there. Hey, thanks for the conversation, Lauren. Great to learn about recycling. Thank you for listening to Green State, the Oregon Department of Environmental Quality's podcast. And thanks to all the voices who contributed to the conversation. Our music is by Jason Shaw at audionautics.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you subscribe so you get our upcoming episodes. You can listen pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. Feel free to rate and review. And if you have any questions or ideas for topics for us to cover, you can reach us at 503-451-0585 or by email at green.state.org.gov. To find out more, go to deqblog.com.
dot com slash green state. <laughs>